Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Portia Hackett, digital marketing and social media specialist at Weaver Street Market Co-op. How are you doing today, Portia? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Andrew. Oh, thank you for spending some time with us here on Business Ninjas. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and about Weaver Street Market Co-op. Um, so I work in our marketing department. Um, I've actually been working with Weaver Street over almost eight and a half years now. Oh, okay. Um, I've been working with marketing for the past couple of years, but officially this for the past year. Um, I've been running, I run uh, Weaver Street Market social media pages, our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, all that, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and basically I got started as a cashier um, at Weaver Street. I worked my way up from customer service. I worked as a wellness associate, um, learning about our supplements and our body care. Um, I just really liked the company. And after I finished my um, English degree at UNC, I continued to stay on at Weaver Street. Um, I really liked our um, I really like the fact that Weaver Street is able to really support the community. And it was just very, it was very exciting and very, it was just exciting and very interesting to be able to work in a place where I could do certain things that I could see on a local level to see impact um, and to really push the, you know, push the needle. Well, um, so go ahead. Excellent. excellent. You were able to progress through the company that way. Congratulations. Yeah, definitely. The um, So a lot of the progression actually took place over the past couple of years during COVID. Um, I think I had more opportunities that I may not have had normally, um, just because it's a very, um, I don't want to say necessarily competitive, um, but a lot of people love to work for the company. So it was very hard in terms of depending on uh, where you got it at the company at in terms of how far you could uh, move up, it would take time. Um, but because of everything that happened with George Floyd, um, Weaver Street Market wanted to make a statement um, and do a memorial service um, and have a moment of silence um, at all of the stores. And uh, they made us, they wanted to create a statement um, representing Black employees, but they had not asked Black employees. Um, so four of us actually came forward and started talking with the GM and the then board manager, um, board chair, John, who is the uh, head of the bakery. Um, and we started having conversations about what does diversity look like? What does representation look like? Because we didn't feel we saw it um, on the shelves. We didn't see it in management. We weren't seeing it um, just across the board in terms of marketing and social media as well. Um, and so we kind of started there. And the four of us, um, Alana Hines, Jameson Fuller, Brianna Staley, and myself, um, we formed what was called the Equity Alliance. Um, and basically we worked behind the scenes with different departments to increase Weaver Street's DEI presence in every aspect. Um, and it just kind of went from there. And that's where my role from social media kind of and marketing came in. Um, I wanted representation and we didn't have it. And so I volunteered to help and it just kind of grew and grew and grew until it grew into a full-time role. Nicely done. Nicely done. Uh, let's back up a step and please tell everyone a little bit about Weaver Street Market, how many markets they have, how, how things work. It is a co-op, correct? Uh, yes. So we are a co-op. We're considered more of a hybrid co-op because we are worker-owned and consumer-owned. Um, and so employees have a chance to actually buy a share into the company um, along with customers. Um, and basically, it, it gives you a little bit more um, ground in terms of voting. 
Um, you vote for board members who speak on your behalf. You attend board meetings. Um, so you get to vote on things. So it's a lot more democratic control um, in some aspects uh, than most stores. Um, Weaver Street Market is four stores and a food house. Um, a lot of people don't know. We have a store in Carborough, Chapel Hill, Southern Village. I'm sorry. Uh, we have a store in Carborough, Chapel Hill, Hillsborough, and um, Raleigh as well. Well, is our newest store. And then we also have our own food house facility with our admin offices. Um, and with our admin offices um, and our food house facility, we have a commissary kitchen. Um, so we make our own prepared foods. Um, and we also have our own bakeries. We have a bread bakery and a pastry bakery. So we make those as well. Um, and we use our facility in terms of warehousing products. We also help distribute to other co-ops and to local nonprofits that we support. We use our own distribution channels to help give fresh produce, fresh vegetables, and things like that. That's fabulous. Excellent. And, and what's the origin story of Weaver Street Market? How long have they been around? Since 1988, June 1988, actually. Um, it was started by a group of people, um, one of them being uh, Ruffin Slater, um, who is still the GM to this day. Um, he started the company in 1988. He was looking for a way to, to meet community needs um, on a local level. Um, and so they got together and they were trying to figure out what they could do. And they decided to open a co-op grocery store. Um, and it kind of, it, it took off from there. In fact, the original location is still being used today. Um, and that is the Carver location. Well, it's, it's excellent. It sounds like anybody who shows up stays there because it's such a great place to work. And, and you know that you're serving the community and, and having a sense of ownership and, and being heard is huge. Let's circle back to your, your, your newfound role in the diversity context. Tell me a little bit more about what, what, uh, what Weaver Street Market is doing to serve more communities and, and give more people a voice. Yeah, so Weaver Street is all about creating vibrant, sustainable, um, diverse communities and supporting that. So as a co-op, we constantly support local businesses and local organizations. Um, and we use our leveraging power in terms of when we, say, um, raise money for local uh, food banks um, and food-based organizations. Um, basically, what we'll do is we will have customers round up at the register, so they round up their change to the next dollar, um, and it just it starts to add up. We've raised over, we've raised over two million dollars oh. um, in the past like five years since we started the program four or five years. Um, and so basically, what we do is we use our purchasing power to purchase produce at um, wholesale costs. And then we use our trucks to distribute it to the local nonprofit so that they can get it, store it, and give it out to families and children and those who need it. Um, so that's, that's one big thing that we really work on. That's excellent. And, and how many customers, well, how many co-op members are there across Weaver Street Markets? Uh, currently, there are over 26,000 active members. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. And and who are your customers? Is there is there a particular profile for your customers or is it all across the board? Um, so while we would love to have more customers all across the board, our particular customers um, are looking for local goods. They're looking for healthy foods, those with dietary restrictions that need to be gluten-free, that need to be, um, that can't have whole grains or things like that. So we offer a wide variety of those and those who need maybe like low carb or low sugar options. Um, we carry a wide variety of our own products and then local and other co-op produced products as well on our shelves. I assume there are other co-ops in North 
Carolina. What makes you guys stand out from your competition? So for us, besides creating healthy, sustainable communities, um, we really want to make an impact on the food system um, in terms of the local food system in North Carolina, to be specific, um, and diversifying it. And part of that is creating, is reducing the reliance on different um, uh, national companies in terms of ordering produce and goods and creating local channels. Um, so that our three big attributes that we have are game changer, local and co-op produced. Um, majority of our products fall under this criteria. Um, so game changer is a program we created back in 2020. Um, this was a program created um, basically led by the Equity Alliance for in terms of vision and goals. Um, we worked with merchandising, marketing and all the other teams. Um, and basically we wanted a way to represent our BIPOC um, businesses, uh, our BIPOC producers um, in terms of the products that we have on the shelf. So basically, if a company is 51% BIPOC owned, they can become a game changer. They can choose to become a game changer. We have a vendor onboarding program um, where we have the attributes listed and each company decides when they onboard as a vendor for us, if they want to be marketed as a game changer um, or some of our other attributes. And they have to be 51% or more um, of that, of what they consider that to be um, for them to be uh for them to be marketed as that. And then also in terms of our internal tracking system, do they wanna be tracked internally? Um, so that's part of with our Game Changer program. Um, our aim is not to tokenize, but to highlight those underrepresented in the retail industry that have broken through disadvantageous barriers. Um, our other uh, attributes are local, which is any, we define local as within uh, 250 miles of our nearest store. Um, so we define that as local and then co-op produced, um, which are other co-ops in terms of say like Equal Exchange, Cabot, um, other just like local co-ops, if they have different products, um, we really focus on working with them because like as a co-op ourselves, we really wanna support other um, co-op owned businesses. Um, and not just in terms of products, we work with like um, the Latino Credit Union, uh, the Coastal Credit Union and specifically, um, when you become a member of Weaver Street Market, um, you're eligible to become a member of the Coastal Credit Union. And so with that, there are like finance classes and different things that are also offered um, to consumers and also to worker owners. That's, that's an excellent business model. I mean, for the average consumer, you walk into a supermarket and if I understand correctly, there's maybe three or four parent companies that own 95% of the products in front of you. And if you have any sort of eco-friendly or socially conscious mindset, it is, it's a minefield walking into a supermarket who you're spending your money with. And you guys, I mean, it must make people feel fabulous aside from the lowering of cost and supporting local farmers. At the end of the day, you're, you're not supporting a company who's not necessarily behaving themselves across the board in an eco-friendly or a, a socially conscious way. So that's, that's excellent. Um, tell me about how you're getting the story out in terms of social media and marketing and content. How are you getting the story to the people? Of course. Um, so basically we talk to each vendor that we onboard um, and we ask them to tell us their story in their words. Um, and so that's what we use for our marketing. We have them draw up in terms of what the story is of their company because we love to tell that story. Um, and then we also talk about how they would like to, us to speak on their products. Um, and we use that for marketing in terms of imagery and things like that. Um, for some smaller businesses, um, we create some of the content in terms of images 
um, that we market with it. Um, and then for others that already have a lot of branding and things like that, um, they give us theirs. But honestly, we take it and we just create it in different ways. We shape it in different ways for different channels. We have a very omni-channel approach. So it's the same information, but it's given out different ways depending on the channel. Um, so for Instagram, you'll see a little bit of their story. On YouTube, there might be a video about the company or about their products or about something we're working with them with. Um, a lot of, especially our local uh, and game changer products, they work with a lot of different nonprofit organizations. So sometimes we team up for that. Currently we're doing a um, maternity drive and we're looking to bring in different like uh, essential baby products and things like that. And we teamed up with one of our game changers, uh, Precious Bradley, owner of Precious Cargo, um, to be able to support um, new mothers and mothers-to-be um, in the Triangle area. I mean, in the, sorry, um, in the Piedmont area. I, you guys are putting a lot of positive energy into the world, which is all anybody can ask of from a retailer. You know, I, I, really, I, I wish you all the best. Tell me, Tell me about the COVID years. Tell me, has it been um, difficult to grow the business through COVID? So COVID was definitely a very stressful time. <laughs> um, so we actually opened our Raleigh store in 2019 right before COVID hit, which was the worst possible time uh, to open a new store. Yep. Um, so that definitely had an impact on our business because we had set up things to run a specific way and we had to completely change our model. Um, we actually never had online ordering before where people could online their uh, order their groceries online and we um, onboarded Rosie um, and we set up so that people could purchase their groceries online and we used our customer service staff and um, a lot of our sort of staff that's on the floor um, would actually help pick the orders and they'd have like laptop setups on their cart uh, with scanners to scan in the items. Um, but yeah, it was definitely interesting going from that. Our complete model had to shift, honestly. Um, we didn't know what was safe. We shut down our food bar. We shut down our outdoor um, seating areas. Um, and so it was definitely a different look for such a community, um, such a such a community oriented space. Mm -hmm. um, but we got we got through it and um, and we're glad that we're able to open back up our seating. We've opened back up our hot bar, salad bar. We still have where people can shop online, but we welcome people to come into the stores uh, to shop themselves. Um, so it was definitely an interesting time. And we we shifted with the times. We shifted our hours. We shifted our staff. And everybody was honestly really great about just picking up where they needed to be. Well, hey, you have to be agile and flexible in, in the 21st century. I'm of the opinion that anomalies are the norm, right? Nothing is status quo. So yes, COVID caught a lot of people by surprise and it, it had a huge impact on a lot of people, but we have to be able to make changes, right? And and obviously you guys have, have been able to weather the storm. So congratulations on that front. Um, before I move to a last couple of questions, any subjects I didn't ask that you'd want to cover? So I'd like to talk a little bit more about our DEI efforts. Okay, please. Um, so basically uh, for Weaver Street Market, we don't just want to focus on the producers and in terms of the vendors, um, as much as we uh, we want to create a diverse, inclusive co-op across the board. So we want you to feel welcome from when you come in to when you leave to when you're just looking at our like social media and our website or any of that or speaking to an employee on the phone. Um, so we've implemented a lot of different things to really create that welcome. Um, we have uh, different um, 
our messaging is available in different languages, uh, depending on what it is, because for our community, a lot of our employees, um, we have a large like Hispanic Latino um, community and a large, um, uh, we also have a good portion of uh, employees that are from uh, Burma. Oh, um, okay. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> anytime we actually do internal messaging, we actually have to do it in three languages. We do it in English, Spanish, um, and Burmese. Um, and so even store meetings will have translators and things like that. So we're working towards having those multilingual channels uh, come through on a lot of our things with like social media um, and different things like that. Um, anytime we um, work with an organization, we give out, we have like little flyers that we give out that tell about what we do and we, we have it in different languages. Um, so depending on the organization, um, our focus is to really expand. Uh, we weren't working with as many um, BIPOC led organizations. So our focus has been um, onboarding black led, um, Hispanic Latino, um, Asian American and LGBTIQ. Um, LGBTIQ plus um, organizations and really leaning into that as well. Excellent. Really, I, I, I truly appreciate what you're doing. Uh, you got open minds and open arms and uh, it sounds like the community has responded and, and that's fabulous. That's win-win for everybody, for the farmers, for the consumers, for you guys. That's fabulous. What is something you would like to be celebrating personally and professionally one year from now? Ooh, personally and professionally one year from now. That's a good question. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, professionally, I would like to be celebrating connecting with more co-ops and businesses and challenging them to lean more into their uh, DEI as well in terms of how they help the community, how you support and invest in local. Um, I would love to be yeah, I would love to be able to be in more conversation and really really create that movement um, for the, um, not just for co-ops, but in terms of impact in the food system in North Carolina, making it so that everybody can access the same resources. Um, yeah. Excellent. And personally? Uh, personally, a year from now, I, I would like to be working on probably either a master's or an MBA in marketing. I would like to have a little bit more, um, I would like to have a little bit more education under my belt. Um, to be able to move forward, um, I would like to start doing a lot more work with the ICA, which is the International Cooperative Alliance. Um, yeah. Excellent. Portia Hackett of uh, Weaver Street Market Co-op, please tell us what your URL is, where everybody can find Weaver Street Market, and what social media channels you're using these days. Definitely. So you can find us at weaverstreetmarket.coop um, and you can visit any of our stores. We've got a store in Carborough, Chapel Hill, Hillsborough, and Raleigh. Um, look us up and for our social media channels, keep up to date with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. You are a busy young lady. I wish you and your company all the best because it sounds like you're, you're, you're serving the community in a loving and caring way. And that's all anybody can ask for. So I truly appreciate what you do. Portia Hackett of Weaver Street Market Co-op. Thank you for spending some time with us today on Business Ninja. Thank you for having me. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.